Hey guys, welcome to JL's podcast. This is Honest Chat and um, if you're new, welcome. If you're returning as well, welcome. Love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. Um, so feel free to get in touch with me. Feel free to leave a review or a rating. I would love to hear your questions as well if you've got any feedback. Apart from that, let's jump straight into this month's episode. Thank you. So, so my uh, my satisfaction, I guess, with the philosophical answer is also linked to trust in God. I believe He's a good God. I believe He loves us. Um, uh, he wants our best, and that. So all out of that, although I can't see the answers, I can't. I, I'm happy with that because of who God is. So I think that's the other thing. Then that um, it, it's just. Perhaps even a naive trust. I don't know, but uh, that's just who I believe God is and what He is, and um, so I'll I'll go with that. But then there's another level also of of suffering. I think you know it's partially answered in that we grow through suffering, but of course that doesn't answer the nine year old who dies of cancer. Um, but you know when when I do funerals for children, I'll say this thing. You know, even a baby is look. This baby in what they've gone through and suffered and died is has more power and has made a bigger difference in the world than a lot of adults will, ninety year olds will. You know, who just live their life and die and go away. You know, because this is part of it. That child misses out on a lot of good things in life, but they miss out on a whole bunch of bad things in life. I believe that. You know the innocent go go to be with Jesus. So it's un it's un it seems unfair, but actually it's us that's grieving. We're we're reacting to our grief, not what's happened to them. Yeah. I mean, if we could go to paradise today, wouldn't most of us choose it? Why would we deny an infant that? So or a young child that, and a bit of suffering, and boom, they're there. Now I don't want to sound callous, but I am. You know, we we sort of have to step back from our own suffering a little bit. And look at this. Um, but then the power in that is, and, and I've seen it time and time again, you know, and you think, oh, the, what the parents went through and, you know, the daily trips into hospital and all this sort of thing. But here's the thing. God's more interested in our character than our comfort. What has happened to that person? Now, they can make a choice at that point. They can become more bitter. And I have seen, I, I did a funeral for a, an elderly lady and, you know, I just routinely asked what their spiritual beliefs are. And this, this man and his family said, oh, we, we lost a child, an infant, when and they were, you know, old, old. Um, and we thought, how can, a, how can a loving God do this? And we stopped believing in God. And I'm like, well, that's one reaction. I'm like... Yeah, I'm like, at your greatest need, you walk away from your greatest hope and comfort. But anyway, that was their choice. And that's one way to react to suffering. But the other way is I see people who are just shut. They become better people. They're more um, caring, more empathetic, more giving, you know, less self. And this is what I saw with my... um, with my mum. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a brother who's intellectually disabled, was born intellectually disabled, um, was told he was going to be a vegetable, and mum and dad didn't take that as acceptable and put him through intense therapy. Just got a whole community, church and, and community. This was down in Bunbury around. So, I mean, it was just, I remember, hours a day. We modified the house for it, hours a day of this physical and 
um, and you know, so he is still severely intellectually disabled, but he can walk, he can feed himself, he's got basic wow. communication, he's you know, he knows he loves Jesus, you know, um, and in his own very simple way, but very clearly, um, loves going to church, all this sort of stuff, needs you know, full time care, but. So here's what I see is who my mum has become through that that experience. And like, yeah, it was hard and no, it wasn't fair. But, you know, my mum is one of the sorts of people that there's a special place in heaven for. <laughs> and it wouldn't be if she hadn't had that experience. But, you know, that comes from, you know, we've got to step back, look at, uh, look beyond the circumstances, take the eternal perspective, um, and understand that God's purposes are bigger than our happiness. But um, you know, just to have that trust, to hold on in faith, um, you know, the the promise of thing, her faith is what you know, believing what we can't see and haven't got yet, and whatever Hebrews eleven one says. So, um, yeah. Wow, that's incredible, and. And there is, like, God does provide through yes. the suffering. Yeah. So, because sometimes I see other things that um, people can have a lot of doubt with regards to, you know, wherever their hope is meant to yeah. be founded, that the middle part here in between me getting my answer or whatever that looks like, yeah. know, beyond to death, uh, and having started this suffering journey, that yeah. the middle will be just a dry Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's a fear. That's yeah, a fear absolutely. Right there that yeah. a lot of people are going through, a lot of people, uh, you know, even I myself, you know, whenever there's a little bit of suffering, that's one of the questions. How long? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord, how long? <laughs> Where am I going to get over this cold? This man's killing me. It's not just us trusting and believing God um, in the middle of it. It's actually seeing it and experiencing yep. it. Um, you know, what's your thoughts on that? And people facing those fears in the middle with a very yep. that For some people, they never actually see it. Yep. Yeah, I think... Um Oh, that's where faith is really forged, I think, yeah. isn't it? I don't have any easy answers there because, yeah, I mean, when you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death, then you've just got to hold on for grim death sometimes. But I also think that there is this walking in the spirit is really important, and that's where the joy comes from is the spirit of joy. You know, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy. Um, and so if we will dig and dig into God, um, I think there can be... Um, there can be joy and hope in the midst of the journey, yeah. even if it yeah. seems like, well, I'm going to be living with whatever the suffering is. Um, and, of course, God works miracles as well and relieves the suffering sometimes. But what 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 happens when he doesn't? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I've, I've seen, yeah, where God does work miracles and it's amazing. Um, and it depends what sort of pain we're talking about. Obviously, if it's an illness and there's no cure or something like that. We're looking for a miracle. Mm. Um, 
if it's emotional pain, I think, um, yeah, the, yeah, emotional pain's a little bit different, I think, in that it is a mindset thing, you know, it is, you know, it is, but there seems to be more immediate, because it's a spiritual thing, and we're talking about, you know, um, God being spiritual, and uh, our faith is, there just seems to be a more direct sort of thing there but you know we do have to be willing to change our thinking in that regard and get on and, and this is sometimes the thing we want God to fix it but we want him to fix it on our terms rather than on his terms um, you know whether that and look not all pain is a result of sin but whether it's a, re a repentance from sin um, or an I don't know a change in the way we think a change in expectation a, a, a forgiving someone a you know, all those just basic things um, can, you know, because those things can really lock us up. But, um, yeah, um, you know, physical pain might be a little bit different. And, um, you know, if it's, yeah, I mean, if it's intense, not many people have to go through intense, you know, lifelong pain. Some people do. Um, but, you know, I remember once a... a pastor in town, John Bond, uh, who used to be the senior pastor at what's now Lifestream Church, was South yeah, Perth Church. Name, yeah. yeah, yeah, so a real father in the faith in the city. And uh, he talked to us as a group of pastors once, and he'd been like, he was near death. He was in hospital. He was in agony. He said to us, fellas, you have to understand, this is the time I have felt the least like a Christian. He wasn't in pain, sort of singing. It's like just, I want to die. Take it away, God, you know. And, and he says, um, people were coming, and people were just getting saved. And he's like, he's not evangelizing. He's not witnessing. <laughs> you know, he's almost, he's out of it. You know, he's just lying on a hospital bed hooked up. And he said, people, and an orderly comes in one day and says, John, there's this light around you. <laughs> and, you know, so he's not feeling it. He's not feeling spiritual. He's not feeling the presence. Of, he's not feeling anything. Um, he's not feeling like, he's not bearing up like in a spirit of Christian grace. He's just in pain and God uses it go figure I don't know what you do with all of that but um you know isn't it yeah I remember once I was going through a tough time in a previous church and um partly through my own stupidity partly through oh it was yeah, people were in pain emotional pain and yeah they were trying to so my job's on the line and you know there's all this nasty stuff happening and i'm not re responding particularly well and a very godly friend you know is praying he says alex i really see god's grace on you and i'm like i don't feel it at all <laughs> you know i just want people to hurt <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was, um, you know, I think we don't always understand quite what's going on in the spiritual realm either. Yeah, absolutely. I remember, um, you know, one of the... One of these YouTube clips that I've seen online was with this pastor who had been dealing with... Um, um, with, with some, some kind, kind of pain, pain and, and he was, was preaching on healing yeah. I mean this is it's such a hot topic um, yeah. but he was <coughs> preaching on healing um, I don't know if he'd done it before he must have you know, been a pastor um, but he's preaching on healing believes in healing obviously but um, 
and had believed it for other people. And as he's preaching, he senses the presence of God and his pain actually leaves. Is that right? There's some weird stuff happens, isn't there? I don't get it, you know? Because it's like someone can, can seek for healing and seek it and seek it and seek it. And then one day it just happens and I'm like, what changed? Nothing changed as far as they're concerned. You know, so I don't, uh, and this is where, you know, it it is something to do with the sovereignty of God and, and we don't understand everything. And people will say, well, that's convenient, isn't it? You know, you just get to pull ignorance and mystery and that sort of thing. And I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know what else to do with it. And the fact is that God is an infinite God. So it, you know, it makes sense that I can't figure everything out and I've just got to be humble and accept it. You know, it's just a, you know. Mm, I don't see an alternative. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and it's not like... I mean, I mean that's, that's one of the things as well that, that we've got to think through is that there, with the availability of information and, I mean, the freedom that we get to talk about this, right, yeah. to start with, when other people don't even get time to, it's like they're just trying to survive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it raises up a level of arrogance, I think, to think that just because we can think on these things that then that gives us a degree of you know God has to answer to us yeah yeah right <laughs> you know? yeah it's like well I figured a few things out in my you know 60 years or 50 40 years of being alive yeah God who's been there before the beginning has yeah to, that's right you know, yeah yeah that's that's a bit of yeah but, yeah um <laughs> yep. What, what do you think, think are some non-negotiables for doing suffering well? Some non-negotiables for doing suffering well. Because we're all going to be faced with pain. Yep. The struggle of life. We're all going to be faced with it. Nobody gets this. Yeah. So, look, so I guess doing doing suffering well as a Christian... Hmm. Um, we need to, yeah, we need to look, have a transcendent view, look beyond ourselves, look beyond our circumstances. If we're going to get through it, yeah, we, we just have to have a sense of the reality of, um, of eternity. That, you know, perspective. I think getting through suffering, it's a, it's a matter of perspective. And that can be really hard when you're in the middle of it. Um, but that that is the reality how do you endure endurance is one of the christian characteristics how do you endure um and you can only endure um if you've got that what does uh hebrews say for the joy set before him jesus endured the cross he had the perspective um and the faith i mean it's like you're going to die jesus so i you know obviously jesus is both God and man in his nature. He is God come down. So he, um, but I believe that in his humanity, he is limited. And, you know, so he experiences life as a man like you and I. He doesn't have a secret sort of feed in from his eternal sort of nature. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so he's limited, I believe, he's limited by his human body in, in, in those. Uh, 35 33 whatever years um so he's facing the cross and all he has to go on now he's obviously got 
a relationship with God like no one ever else has, but he still only has faith to go with, <laughs> you know. Um, and and so uh, so we've got that. Um, um, so perspective, and I think suffering is not an excuse for sin. Ooh, you know. <laughs> You better say, say that, that again. again. Yeah, <laughs> suffering suffering is not an excuse for, for sin. There we go. And, yeah. you know, so I condemn myself with my own words. It's all right. I'm not preaching at people. Um, so, you know, we need to be determined. And, of course, we will sin. We will fall. We'll have this stinky attitude and that sort of thing. Good days and bad days. But um, and I think, again, the perspective seeing this is an opportunity to develop character. See, that's easy to say when... You're not oh. suffering. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, and I do, so I, I sort of fortify myself with these sort of on the pessimistic. So I think one day it could well happen. So I hope that when that day comes, I can, I can endure and do it with as the best spirit that I can and that sort of thing. Um, but I think... I think another non-negotiable is being honest about your suffering as well. Um, having a good attitude towards it doesn't mean burying it and denying reality. The majority of psalms are psalms of lament. And I think that tells us something. When we And Pentecostals can be really bad at it. Have a good attitude. You know, We do it in church. It's like, if you come sad, come on, let's just enter in. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, and there's definitely a place for that. But there's also a place for what would... What would if we based all our services on a, on the theme of a psalm, what would they look like? Most of the time, the depressed people would have a home. <laughs> you know, they always, nearly always, end on a positive note. Yeah, they nearly always end on a positive note, but they're still they go through. It. So we've got to be honest with that. Um, but at the same time, not wallowing in it. They do end on a on a positive note. Um, so it's it's the journey, that emotional journey of. Um, I'm in pain. I'm in. I'm. I'm depressed. I'm whatever. But God, you know, and um, so continually going to that place. But God. But God. So putting our faith in Him, even as we recognise where we are. Um, and I think you know the other thing we like anything in life we have to rely on God. We don't stop walking by the Spirit because we're in pain and not feeling very spiritual or whatever. Uh, he He will be with us in our pain. Absolutely. Uh, and suffering, whatever that means. Mm. <clears throat> and then there's things, depending what the source of the suffering is, there's the usual thing like repentance, like um, forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, whether that someone has done something and, you know, the drunk driver takes a child or puts me in a wheelchair or, uh, you know, the abuse I suffered as a child. We're never going to be free from that, emotionally at least, if we don't forgive. Um, yeah. And you know, it's a command. Um, I you know, I don't, and I've never had to forgive anyone for anything that major. Uh, so it's easier for me to say, "Well, you've got to forgive," but I'm like, "Hey, Jesus did it on the cross while they're nailing him yeah. there." Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, some. What are some ways that you find like real practical ways to keep perspective? Yeah. As often as you possibly can. Yeah. So, look, in all honesty, the suffering I've gone through, 
So I can look and think, I've had times of not clinical depression, but I have had times of depression. Uh, what did I do then? Just honestly, sometimes it was just keeping on, keeping on. And I mean that in spiritual practices as well, not just plotting one day after the other. And But, you know, just keep trying to face face towards God, you know, do, do that. Um, do you still have like your life routines? Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, you know, I think it depends on the sort of suffering. So I had a, I had a time where I was I wasn't in physical pain and I wasn't afraid, but you know I had heart problems. I wasn't able to drive. Everyone around me was more afraid than I was, but that's because I'm probably a bit thick. <laughs> I mean, you know, my heart was stopping. <laughs> I could have died. <laughs> no particular reason. Uh, they couldn't. Yeah. So anyway, now I've got a pacemaker as a result of that. Um, and, uh, well, you know, I'd be like, well, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> so I wasn't physically suffering, but I was restricted. I'm in hospital. People around me are afraid. Um, and that's like, and it was really, I mean, there was an inconvenience because, you know, um, I had to quit a ministry role because of that. Um, and, and that, but I guess it was easier because I wasn't in physical pain for a start despite you know it was just I'd faint and there you go yeah. um, and so it, again this is that thing of joy it probably wasn't because it wasn't an emotional pain that, or even physical pain it was just an inconvenience just keep, it was easier to keep the attitude I remember a f- couple of months back I just had a 24 hour bug oh that was awful I just I'm in bed I'm throwing up like you know if and I knew it had passed. You know, I'm sort of almost laughing at myself in that because I'm like, this sucks. But all these thoughts on suffering are going through my head, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna approach it with good humour. You know, make fun of myself and yeah. So um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know if any of that answers the question. But again, I just look at at my mum who. Um, has gone through physical suffering, has gone through, you know, I guess he, a child, a child didn't know until he was young, he's not developing, okay, then diagnosis, then putting life on hold to care for him, and, um, but she's done it all with good grace, and now they didn't become Christians until John was, I was seven, John would have been two, um, but so I guess they've had Jesus for most of that journey, um, but, you know, I just look at it, it's a bit of an inspiration and a challenge for me. If mum can do it in the midst of all that, you know, I can. Um, yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. So how good examples? Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a big part of it. Don't cut yourself off. We can do that. Um, and I think, you know, for, the, for those of us who are healthy, I just recently had a friend, I'm like, I feel quite ashamed that was going... Um, through loss and she said not a single Christian contacted me through that experience Uh, no and I'm like well you know we're friends (laughs) and I didn't either so she was very very gracious in the midst of that but I just felt I I just I felt accused by I I stand as my own accuser 
Um, she was just expressing her grief, but, you know, in that is Alex, you have so let her down, you know, so I feel terrible about it. Um, and, you know, just reminds me of my own selfishness, and so, so I'm doing this big confession to God on the way here. But anyway, the point is that we it is important that we look out for each other in suffering and realising also that people who are suffering will get messy, and that's okay. Um, you know, people... We're not told to love one another just when we're acting like good Christians, you know. So um, just walk with them through that and be there and so that you can give them strength. Uh, and don't try and sanitize no <laughs> that's right you know the reality is so we talk about accountability as christians but i think the reality is sometimes we don't need to hold each other to account if we've got a good relationship just us being there that we'll hold ourselves to account in the presence of other people just be gracious towards them and let the holy it's just giving them and god time to work it out for them now if they do something really stupid and you've got that you know there's a time to pull people up um <clears throat> but you know not not like in a grace card be a lot larger yeah. yeah yeah that's right yeah. Uh, then the discipline card so I think that's important because that goes back to what I was saying earlier about community being so important with resilience is, and, is, and getting through it yeah, yeah. I mean <clears throat> and there are we, we see, see it with sports teams, yes. team, don't we, when, when they've got, got a crowd cheering them on. Oh, yeah. And they're yep. on a roll, they're almost unstoppable. Yep. Um, and that's, that's just, that's encouraging for people you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you just right. know they're batting for you. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, yeah. um, group team environment, how much more encouragement from a loved one yep. um, going through that. And, you know, I... I yeah, I appreciate good role models and um, being around people who are suffering, it's hard. Yeah, it's very hard because the challenges are on the sense of, for me at least, it challenges my sense of um, this is not meant to be how reality is, but when, and that's what suffering does and, and pain, it just, it comes and shocks you into thinking like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, not meant, meant to be, be this way. way. Yeah. Um, and then maybe, and, and part, part of me is that that's, that's probably what's missing for a lot of uh, for a lot of us here in the in the, in the developed um, world is that we we have not only this culture that wants to beautify everything, um, we hide anything that's yeah. imperfect um, behind closed doors. I mean, you talk about it. It's, it's there, um, but you can't do that inside a church because that's where all the broken people come. Yeah, that's right. Like Jesus came for them, yeah. and inside the church we definitely need, uh, I suppose, I don't know, just more people exposed to the suffering so that it, it touches them in a way and just springs up that compassion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, so, so I, you know, having, having people, people who've gone, gone through suffering, suffering, people who have gone through suffering, now proximity and vicinity helps. helps. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, remember I remember the story was Erin McManus who spoke about his mum. I think she had to look after her own dad or somebody in her family who needed constant care. Uh, and she, she was, was going, going through quite a bit of suffering, suffering as well. And 
and he, he said, said like um, her attitude was i'm grateful that the lord trusted me with this mm, well and i think like we do have the examples in the bible of people that are like that like paul who constantly talks about you know if we are going to be glorified with him with jesus we must we must it's, it's, it's not, not a, a yeah you don't, you don't get any other option we must also suffer with him yeah um you know, you know one, one of, of one of the things, things that, that was, was so peculiar, peculiar to me in the first century is when god was talking to ananias when holy spirit was talking to ananias to go and pray for paul he specifically says i must show him how much he must suffer for my sake and sometimes it's god's will yeah <laughs> and in this life, I think definitely, yeah, that's right. We have to remember that. And again, it comes back to character development. And I don't say that loosely, but, you know, um, Paul suffers. But look, he's, apart from Jesus, he's, right, you know, he's huge. Um, and, um, and God's greater purpose, you know, the greater, the, the greater good for all of us, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and for his glory. So, yeah, I think definitely. I think the other thing I've just been reflecting on too is really important with suffering is, is and in the cross teaches us this, that even, so I don't believe, so I think God does allow suffering. Some suffering is God's will. Look at the cross. Um, but it's also that God redeems suffering and evil um, and I think this is really important for us to get hold of that sometimes uh, I, you know suffering and evil aren't always God's not his per obviously if it's happened he's allowed it to happen but it's not his perfect will so to speak and yet he you know he'll take it and um, and turn it into something and you know what I love about the cross is that where we're going to is better than if we hadn't had sin in the first place yeah. you know yeah. because of what Jesus does in transforming it and so that's on the cosmic scale but that's what God can do in each of our circumstances as well uh, you know so like I say my mum who is just an amazing lady um, and you know the, the, the people whose you know, child dies and it's like what was that about and yet they poured themselves into and and something really, really beautiful mm. has come out of that. Yeah. Um, would we want it to happen in the first place? No way. But it, it's not that it should have happened. It's not that God wanted it to happen. But okay, it's happened. God's smarter than the devil. <laughs> you know, So he will do it. Um, because he's working with our free will in this as well. Um, so yeah, I just, I just love it. God outwits us all the time. And that's... You know, that's, that's a key, key part of understanding, understanding how to suffer well, I feel, as yeah. well. Uh, it's, and it and gives, gives hope, hope as well. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, like who's, who's holding the last, the last yeah. say in this, this situation? Because uh, sometimes, sometimes it's hard to, to, to keep perspective, perspective on that yeah. where yeah. you're in the middle of it, but to sort of go, and this, and this is maybe, maybe where community, community helps as well. It's like this person who was going through this, they tell the story of, I, I actually thought it was going to the crafts. Yeah. But this is what God did. Yeah. Um, he's definitely smarter than us and, and the devil. Yeah. Um, and he outwits him. Yeah. Redemption is amazing. It is. <laughs> it is awesome. 
Uh, anything, anything else, else that, that could probably help, help people while going, going through, through suffering, suffering you'd like to... No, I think we've covered it all. If anyone is going through it, I just want to say, just, you know, keep your eyes up. Yeah. You know, yeah. know that um, I believe that God works all things for his glory, but also our glory, you know. Um, so he doesn't, he doesn't gain glory at our expense. He might use our circumstances for glory, but because we are in him, we are glorified as well. Yes. And so, so keep, keep that keep, keep that, that perspective, perspective you know. Um, and yeah, find find your hope in him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And stay, stay around, around people. people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Stay stay, stay around good people, people who are going to help you through it. Yeah, yourself. yeah, absolutely. Great. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, JL. That was fun. That was um, a lot of fun. Yeah. Very good.